Friends, be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McLean. It is great to be on with you today. Praise be to God. We've all heard of the Mad Trads. Well, not today. We have the Glad Trads on Glad Trad Podcast, which you can find on YouTube and uh, the uh, iTunes Store and uh, I suppose uh, Google Play and everywhere else. But look them, look them up on YouTube, Glad Trad Podcast. You can even subscribe to their channel. That'd be amazing. Uh, it's good to have you back, uh, Rudy and Jordan. Before the break, Rudy, we went to you. And we were asking about sort of what some of the life lessons you've learned in the process of uh, anticipating your child. And is there anything there that would stand out to you to go, hey, make sure you do this right, you know, when you're going through this? Yeah, definitely. I was saying that um, in regard to the hard way, um, there's going to be a lot of people, especially in your family, trying to give you advice as to how to raise the child. <laughs> Everybody's got opinions. Yeah, exactly. And so it's your duty as husband and wife to uh, filter all of that out and try and make sure that you're taking in what makes sense to your family. Mm. You know, we, we're Christians, we're Catholics, we're, we're going to be doing things a lot differently than people expect. And uh, sometimes in the process, in this, this whole process, I've experienced uh, sort of a feeling of persecution, you know, like, oh, well, you know, you're going to do it this way, or why, why are you going to do it that particular way? I would just say that the most important thing you can do is to make sure that you're going to, you're going to raise a saint, you know, that you're going to set yourself up for success. And then on a practical note, um, you don't actually have to have everything ready for, for the baby. <laughs> just make sure that you have, uh, you know, the basics, the clothing and, um, Color coordinated, yeah, of course. Place. You're, you're going to need the yeah. room painted and decorated appropriately. I mean, you don't have to have yeah. everything ready. You just have to have everything ready. That's all. No, <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. Yeah, I have to actually, uh, I have to fix my, my washing machine because our bearing is is broken, so it makes a lot of noise. So that'll <laughs> affect her sleep schedule. <laughs> yes, and yours. <laughs> it'll yeah. affect yours, too, and you, you're going to need it. Adrian, turn your mic on, Adrian. That's important. Yeah, the, I had a question in regards. Y'all did a, a episode called Marriage Bad. I highly recommend people check it out. But y'all did. Uh, it's on the MGTOW movement or the men going their own way movement. And I found it incredibly interesting because I had heard a little bit about this on the Internet. And recently I heard a couple of big name people like Andrew Clavin with The Daily Wire do a whole segment on this movement and uh, i was like oh yeah the glad tries talked about this about a couple months ago and uh but yeah what do y'all what is the MGTOW movement and why is it wrong what's the error there well if we were avoiding criticism from them before now we're gonna get it uh because so the <laughs> MGTOW movement just stands for men going their own way the best i can see historically is that they are a natural response to third wave feminism and kind of the death of what they perceive as masculinity inside the culture. So you have guys across the spectrum. These range from people who think uh, all marriage is bad, it's, it's a horrible contract, you should stay away from women, to men who are just trying to tell other men to pick themselves up by their own bootstraps, to really discern properly in finding a, a good woman, a good wife, and to not allow themselves to be uh, suckered by the culture or by another person into, uh, into apologizing for their masculinity or something like that. Um, so they're, I don't know quite how big they are, sizable, influential, but I know that it's an interesting kind of thing to see, especially in response to a lot of the attack on authentic masculinity and femininity across the culture. 
You know, I know there's been a lot of statistics to show that marriage is down. I mean, the Georgetown University uh, holds the statistics for CARA, which is what the USCCB uses. And if you look at the last 50 years, uh, it's incredible to see the decimation to the sacrament of marriage in the church. Just more and more people are simply not getting married. And part of that, uh, they say, is caused by the reality of divorce and marriage. These uh, The younger generations have seen their parents uh, in wrecked marriage situations, and they simply just don't want to participate. So they figure, why well, get married at all? Have you seen that? Yeah, and one thing that's really sad about that is that as Christians, I will fully admit that I don't think that we've been the best guardians of marriage. Um, as far as Protestants are concerned, right, we've, we've seen in the 20s and 30s, they slipped on the issue of contraception. From there, it went to, to free love. From there, now we've divorced love, children, and sex all from itself. Mm. So I think that if you look at marriage as a contract naturally, the next step in degradation is just to go, okay, well, what's the point of having an expensive contract? I can cohabitate. I can still uh, do all these other kinds of things. Things. I don't need to be inside the confines of marriage. And so as far as Catholics are concerned, it's really important for us to really renew the sacrament in an authentic way, not as some old fuddy-duddy thing, but really as this authentic expression of love and intimacy that God has actually decreed for you and your spouse. Let's talk about uh, pornography and how that affects. I mean, not only just uh, people not getting married, the people who men who use pornography, their brain chemistry has been changed and they don't see women for who they really are as women made in the image and likeness of God. Uh, they see them more as commodities. And therefore, that also uh, deeply affects their ability to have you know, intimate relationships. How have you guys uh, encountered pornography in your own formation, your own preparing for matrimony or being in, in Rudy's case, you know, you're a your father now uh, how do you see this in your life i think it's a plague and personally i think it should be should be illegal um you see how powerful that um that emotion is you know and, and how easy it is to be manipulated into uh into uh, looking for pornography and seeking self-gratification through it. Um, I was exposed to pornography at a very, very young age, and I think it's becoming even more common for kids to encounter it at a younger age. And it's it's really a shame because once you start down that path, it's it's, it's really an addiction, you know? Yeah. And Jordan, what about in marriage prep? How did, uh, did you guys deal with this issue in particular in marriage prep? Yeah, there's there was plenty of resources to kind of really open up pornography. And, you know, it, it's a question of that, you know, part of getting marriage is to um, like the, the tertiary part, of course, is that it could be a ward away from from lustful thoughts and habits. But but the primary, of course, is not to make uh, an object of your wife. You know, your wife is not just now your personal uh, gratification in that sort of way. And so, yeah, we, we kind of we were just talking about authentically how pornography um, in its in its depth of lust really devoids us, you know, removes us from from any sort of love. You know, it looks at a person as an object for my gratification instead of this is my wife. This is uh, someone whom, whom God has put together with me authentically for the purpose of procreation of children, as well as our own unity and our love for each other. And so it's just a complete masking, unfortunately. And I, I feel very, very sorry because I was like Rudy. I was also exposed at a young age. It was a sin that I very much struggled with. Um, but I'm very grateful both to both to you, Joe, and, and to other people out there who've had resources and their own stories and everything on how to deal with it. Um, and I, I really think that should be something that needs to be emphasized a lot more. 
I wanted to uh, talk about the the role of a of a husband and a father. We have kind of I think we've kind of gone away where and I think this the MGTOW movement is a response to the fact that we've kind of lost a sense of what it means to be a husband and father. We get the the platitudes of like you know. Of uh, men saying, "Oh, it's whatever, whatever the boss wants," or "Ask the boss," and you have like, "Oh, men are 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 pigeonholed into their man caves and things like that." But where does this traditional Catholic masculinity come from, and what what actually is that, and how can we how can we foster that in our lives? You have about three minutes. Um, I think it comes from proper hierarchy. Um, you have um, in scripture. Um, in scripture you have um, husbands love your wives you know that's a really important um, way of looking at what it means to be a father and and a leader in your household Um, you have to love your your wife as Christ loved the church and it's a really sacrificial type of love Um, as a man you're expected to lead your family lead them specifically in prayer and provide for them. And so um, that, that sort of emphasis has been lost um, because people have, or men really leaders of their family have forgotten what their role is and what their influence is and what it should be. Jordan, any thoughts? Yeah, precisely right. And this is something that stems right from the fall. You know, the question uh, besides uh, Eve eating the fruit is, well, where was Adam in all this? And the answer is, well, he wasn't protecting his wife is what it was. Mm -hmm. So as men, it's there's this important emphasis as husbands and fathers that we are the heads of households. We have to be willing to die for our wife. Uh, and to love her to that kind of point. And that might not mean even physical death, but that just means every day learning to die to her. And then the inverse is also true for women, you know, learning that you, to, to submit to their husband, to to listen to their husband, to, to actually follow his lead and to support him as the head of the household. And together, um, you know, those two goals uh, move into themselves. They conform into themselves and they create the beautiful kind of few soul and marriage that's needed in order to get one spouse to heaven. We have only a couple of minutes left in our conversation with Rudy and Jordan from the Glad Trad podcast, talking about uh, marriage and family and about raising Catholic families in the Catholic tradition. With only a couple of minutes left, any thoughts there about uh, sort of, uh, especially, Rudy, you're about to experience a baptism in the traditional form, which I've experienced a few times now, and it is incredibly beautiful. Uh, Any thoughts with that? A couple of minutes left on the clock. Uh, I'm really excited to see that, actually. it's going to be awesome to to experience that um, as a father. Uh, for those of you who aren't aware of the uh, traditional baptism, there's it's actually a lot more uh, detailed. There's some exorcisms involved, um, so I'm excited to see that. Um, I would say that it's really important to do it in the first couple of days. Um, I don't know if anybody else out there is expecting a child, but don't wait and don't make it wait. a big party yes. event. No. <laughs> Just go and get your baby baptized. Amen. Yeah, praise be to God. You can always have a party later, you know, yeah. but uh, they need to become Christians first, right? Uh, all right, so uh, we're down to about the last 60 seconds here. Glad Trad Podcast. We're very grateful for your being on the program today. It's good to see you guys again. Congratulations, Jordan, on your marriage. Congratulations, Rudy, on uh, the upcoming birth of your child. Uh, we'll be praying and keeping all of you in your in our prayers today. Uh, check them out online. Go to YouTube and look for the Glad Trad Podcast. Give them a, subscri- a subscription and a share. That'd be amazing. Uh, but we'll have to have you back soon, get you caught up, especially after Rudy's daughter.
Lazarus born. Praise be to God. God bless you both and have a great day. Thanks, Joe. God bless.